Our Holy Gospel comes from John, the 17th chapter. This is Jesus speaking, and the context is that Jesus is praying. I've revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you, for I have passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me, so they bring me glory. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of your name you gave me. I guarded them so that not one was lost except the one headed for destruction, as the scriptures foretold. Now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of this world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. Here ends the reading. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Holy Spirit who inspires us all. Amen. It's about a decade ago now that I was with a bunch of high schoolers on a week-long mission trip in Milwaukee. Most of our work was done on a short street in a part of town that was riddled with poverty. During the week, we helped to paint a house, and we assisted in leading a, a day camp for kids who lived in the neighborhood, and we did some simple uh, landscaping. It was hard but satisfying work, especially since we got to meet some of the people who actually lived on that street, and they were so appreciative of all that we were doing. Well, on the last night of the trip, we all gathered together, probably about 80 of us, and we gathered for worship, and we read the Bible story about Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. And after this, we read the story, we were divided into small groups. And each small group was given a pitcher of water and a basin so that we could wash each other's feet. Well, in the small groups, as each person's feet were washed, we would pray for that person. When it was my turn, I sat on the floor and our ten kids huddled around me. One person washed my feet while the rest of them laid hands on my shoulders And one by one, they prayed for me, out loud. And my tears began to flow. It was a powerful, 
vulnerable, raw moment. A moment when we were reminded that we too are disciples of Jesus. And that the work we had done that week was not only hard work, it was also holy work. Our work week was sealed with the words of our prayers ascending to heaven. Have you ever had someone pray over you? I mean, not just say, oh, I'll pray for you when they're at home by themselves, but actually have somebody pray over you while you are there listening. It's powerful. It's a powerful action that connects the prayer, the prayed for, and God in this intimate circle. Well, our gospel lesson today is a part of a longer section of John's gospel that tells the story of the events that happened on the night before Jesus was crucified. It starts with Jesus and his disciples gathered together for a meal. And then Jesus washes their feet. And he tells them, gives them a new command to love each other the way that he had loved them. Then he promises them that the Holy Spirit will soon be coming. And then, then Jesus prays over those disciples. And the gospel I just read is a part of that prayer from Jesus. I can imagine those disciples huddled together, arms across each other's shoulders, listening as Jesus prays this powerful prayer on their behalf. Their work now sealed with these prayerful words ascending to heaven. I'm guessing their tears were flowing too. What a beautiful gift Jesus is giving them on the last night that he is going to be with them on this side of the grave. Now this prayer that Jesus prays is a prayer of connection. He's reminding those disciples that through him they are deeply and intimately connected to God. And through him they are deeply and intimately connected to one another. Jesus prays, Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. Okay, this isn't a history lesson. I believe that Jesus is still praying this prayer and that Jesus is praying this prayer over us now. We are the ones listening in on this prayer. Jesus is praying on our behalf. Today, Jesus is intimately and deeply connecting us to God and connecting us to one another as he prays that we would be one, that we would be unified, connected. Connection is our word of the day in this second week of our stewardship appeal. Jesus' prayer reminds us that the connections we share as a church family are holy and grounded in God. See, when Jesus wanted to set the tone of what our life together would be like, he got out that water pitcher and that basin. He gathered us around a table and he instructed us to wash each other's feet. It's hard not to be vulnerable and deeply intimate and caring when foot washing is the foundation of our relationships. 
And that is who we are as a church. Jesus set it up so our connections would be deep. Church is where we need to be real and vulnerable and raw. It's where we need to pray for each other and care for one another. We know that a water pitcher and a basin are never very far removed from our church friendships. Well, a member of Good Shepherd wrote one of our daily devotions that will be sent out in the next week or so, and it's a foot-washing kind of devotion where she is real and vulnerable and raw, and she writes about a time of extreme struggle in her life and what her connections at Good Shepherd meant to her then and what they still mean to her now. This is a part of what she writes. It was a long road from Section 8 housing to where I am today, and I made it with my faith and the support of Good Shepherd. I was never alone. My friends from Renewal, my Renewal group prayed with me at the courthouse while waiting for hearings. Other women took turns spending time with me and my children for afternoon visits. I used the food pantry at times I couldn't make ends meet and needed a hand up. We came to church and were reminded of God's mercy and grace and love. Over the years, I was grateful to be presented with two separate gifts from Larry's legacy when I needed it most. I have found strength in my faith and in my connections and friendships at Good Shepherd. The biggest blessing is that even though we didn't have family in the area, we have our church family. My children are growing up feeling connected and cared for by so many people. They have benefited from Sunday school, vacation Bible school, and other faith formation milestones, and now really enjoy participating in manna. We have created bonds volunteering with other members and going to family camp together. My children are thriving and happy, and I am proud to say that we have created a beautiful life based on faith and family and are so grateful and proud to call Good Shepherd our home. The work we do as disciples is sometimes hard work, but it is also holy work. Today, Jesus prays for us that we would be one, that we would be connected, that we would know the same deep, intimate, raw, vulnerable connections as those disciples on the night when Jesus washed their feet. And today, Jesus reminds us that the connections we have with each other are holy ground. In this stewardship season, we remember that part of our deep connection is that we share our resources in support of this ministry. We're in this hard and holy work together, answering God's call to be in mission. Our offerings fuel what God desires to do among us and through us. We're invested together in the work that the church does, and we are proud to call Good Shepherd home because we know that God is working through us to make an impact in our community. What a joy it is to be so deeply connected with you 
as we share our resources, as we gather around the table and around the font and around a water pitcher and basin, as we pray for each other and care for one another, knowing that our connections are rooted in Jesus and that he is the center of all that we do, we truly are never, never alone. And that is good news. Amen.